0: This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to Mayflower Congregational Church on this beautiful Pentecost Sunday. We're celebrating the arrival of the Holy Spirit to all people of faith, and we are so pleased to also be confirming our class of eighth graders this morning. As we have reopened the church, we're thrilled to see all of you back. We also recognize our live stream congregants. Thank you for joining us. I am Rev. Ruth Bell Olson, and together with Rev. Dr. Jonathan White, we are your interim pastoral team. And we are joined this morning by Dr. Julia Brown, our Director of Music, Allison Houlihan, our Youth Director, Sophia Conway and Samantha Lovell, our Conferman lay readers, and Howell Petty and Scott Bosher, our Cantors. For a word about today's special music, I welcome Dr. Julia Brown.
1: So tall today. <laughs> Pentecost um, is a wonderful uh, Sunday in the church year and um, a Sunday that lends itself to so much wonderful imagery and music. So uh, you heard uh, in the prelude this morning a Bach setting of a chant, the Veni Creator which the Germans then during Reformation took over and and put in their own German text. So the Komm Gott Schöpfer is that same chant, the Veni Creator, which you will hear then in chant form during our introit slash call to worship, which you all have a part to play. And so make sure you have your bulletins ready because you have a response in the middle of that. Also in your bulletin, you have an insert with two hymns, which are not in our hymnal Um, I picked them specifically the first one the wind who makes all winds that blow it's the wonderful text by Thomas Troger which so beautifully brings to life these images from Pentecost Uh, so verse 1 winds that make makes all winds that blow verse 2 fire who fuels all fires that burn I mean it just brings so many vivid images to our mind as we sing that so as I said last Sunday when it's time, stand, sing out, and fully participate in all of the, all of the parts. You have lots to do this morning with uh, prayer responses and um, lots of singing and speaking parts. Um, that on the other side of your insert is a hymn that we picked specifically for our confirmands. It's so wonderful for us as a church to participate in this big, important day in your lives. Um, so the text of this uh, hymn uh, by Fred Kahn, um, it, I mean, it, it is the confirmand singing, but it's also all of us rem- remembering our baptisms and our confirmation. So as you can see in verse 1, God, when I came into that, this life, you called me by my name. Today I come, commit myself, responding to your claim. So we as a church will be singing these words, remembering our own important times in our faith journey and celebrating the lives of these young people in our church.
0: Thank you, Julia. I would ask that you would please remember Barbara Gordon and her family in your prayers. Uh, George passed away on Friday. And uh, Barbara told me, on the phone, she said that on June 8th, they would have been married 64 years. So, a really remarkable couple, and please pray for them. This afternoon is our Mayflower Fun Run. So, at noon, please come out to our front lawn and cheer on our runners as they raise money for Eden's Ministries in Zimbabwe. And also, on your calendar, I hope you've marched June 6th. We'll have our worship service, and we'll also include a time of blessing for our high school seniors, Following our service will be the annual meeting and then a special reception honoring Jonathan White and his service here to the church as the interim senior pastor. We will miss him greatly, but remain incredibly grateful for his time here. And he has assured us he's not going anywhere, (laughs) so he may make some guest appearances later this summer. So please look for the Mayflower newsletter in the next few weeks. It'll be in your mailbox. It's loaded with lots of information about what's happening around here, as well as some features about our summer series, Voices and Vision. So now, let us prepare our spirits for our time of worship. O Holy Spirit, with rushing wind that sweeps away all barriers, we welcome this Pentecost fire. Come, Holy Spirit. holy spirit with speech that unites the babble of our tongues and with love that covers all division and strife bring your power from above and make our weakness strong come holy spirit come let us worship Let us pray. Holy One, we gather on this day of celebration as we remember the gift you gave us by bestowing your Holy Spirit on us. We also celebrate the confirmation of our students into your holy embrace and the family that is this church. Move among us this morning and gather us together with you. Unite us as one and give us the gifts of perception and understanding so that we dream your dreams and have your vision for our lives. Amen.
2: Ezekiel 37, 1-14 The hand of the Lord came upon me, and he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord and set me down in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones. He led me all around them. There were many living, lying in the valley, and they were very dry. He said to me, Mortal, can these bones live? I answered, O Lord God, you know. Then he said to me, Prophecy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus said the Lord God to these bones, I will cause breath to enter you and you shall live. I will lay sinews on you and cause flesh to come upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you. And you shall live and you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I had been commanded and as I prophesied. Suddenly there was a noise, a rattling, and the bones came together, bone to its bone. I looked, and there were sinews on them, and flesh had come upon them, and skin had covered them. But, but there is no breath in them. He said to me, Prophecy to these bones, prophecy, mortal, and say to, to the breath. Thus says the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain, that they may live. So I prophesied, as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived, and stood on their feet, a vast multitude. He said to me, Mortal, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They say, Our bones are dried up, and our hope is lost. We are cut off completely. Therefore prophesy, and say to them, Thus the Lord God, I am going to open your graves, and bring you up from your graves. O oh, my people, And I will bring you back to the land of Israel. And you shall know that I am the Lord. And when I open your graves and bring you up from your graves, O my people, I will put my spirit within you and you shall live. And I will place you on your own soil. Then you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken and will act, says the Lord. This is the
3: word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Acts 2, 1 through 8. And the sound of the crowd gathered and was bewildered because each one of them had each one heard them speaking in the native language of each. Amazed and astonished, they asked, Are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in our own native language? This is the word of God or the Lord. Thanks be to God.
4: Thank you for those wonderful readings. Let us pray. Come, Holy Spirit. Set our hearts on fire. Come, Holy Spirit. Let us feel your presence. Come, Holy Spirit. Unite us as your church through the Christ Amen. When we hear the term Pentecostal, we often think of worship that's a little bit different than what we do at Mayflower. And when we hear the term fundamentalist, we don't think so much of a church like Mayflower. And when we hear the term evangelical, which means good news. We think it refers to a specific group of politically active people in the United States. No. We're Pentecostals. We're on fire with the Holy Spirit. I could dance and I could sing, like they do in some of the churches, That's not our style here, but it doesn't mean that we're not Pentecostals. We believe in one fundamental thing. what Jesus said, this is my commandment, that you love one another as I love you. By this they will know you are my disciples. We believe in that. And we also believe in the good news. We are evangelicals too. That's the nature of Christianity. Now, the Compromands went through this wonderful class designed by Allison and Ruth, and they got to know each other, but I got to spend a Sunday with you, too. And when I was with the Compromands, what we talked about was the Bible. And we had two pretty strange passages this morning. A prophet who sees a valley of dry bones... And he's supposed to prophesy to those bones. And then newly minted Christians standing in Jerusalem with tongues of fire, speaking a language that everybody understood. Well, you remember that Sunday when we were talking about the Bible? When that Bible was first assembled, and it wasn't assembled as a Bible, these were individual books that were written. And the first books that were written were by the people who worshipped Jehovah. And they told history. And they'd done some pretty bad things. So in their histories, they said, God told us to do that. And they joined together, again around 900, with people who called God Elohim. And they both blended their stories together. And those histories were the first part of the Bible, but they didn't call it a Bible at that point. There were just several books of these histories. Then something else happened. After a few hundred years, prophets began to appear in Israel. And prophets didn't talk about history. Prophets talked about getting closer to God. Prophets didn't talk about taking enemy cities. Prophets didn't talk about Sending armies out to war. Prophets didn't even talk about sacrifice or the way we worship. Prophets said, love God. And how do we love God? We love God by loving our neighbor. As the first chapter of John says, how can you say you love God? Whom you have not seen. And disparage your neighbors. So we we get an image. And let's think about that first passage that we heard. About the valley of dry bones. This is from a prophet. The prophet is in exile. The elite of the Hebrews have been carried away by the Babylonians. The regular working day people, the farmers, and everybody else have stayed in Israel and Samaria. And this elite generation has been in Babylon for a long time. God called a prophet named Ezekiel. And Ezekiel had a vision. And the vision was a valley of dry bones. And the word of the Lord said, prophesy to those dry bones. Now there are some Christians who would say that has only one meaning. That can mean only one thing. And that is literally true. But the Bible's literature The Bible is storytelling. The Bible uses symbols. And you can see a valley of dry bones with a prophet saying, join together. With a prophet saying, arise. With a prophet saying, yes, your life is miserable in this exile. But my spirit is with you. And again, we have a strange story in Acts, written by Luke. And Luke tells a story about people who are speaking to one another. They have different languages, different experiences. But you know what? They understand each other. And do you think they understand each other? because they have a magic translator that's just transferring every word literally? Or do you think that maybe they discovered that spirit, a flame inside them, that made it seem like there was a, a realm of fire above them, and words that made them speak love what do you think Luke was trying to do? Well, let's turn to an old German story, story of a man named Faust. Uh, we don't know where the story originated. It's an uh, old German folk tale, and long before Germany was Germany, when the 630 German-speaking people, uh, 630 German-speaking states were all conglomerated into something called the Holy Roman Empire. Which Voltaire said was neither holy, Roman, nor an empire. Uh, his humor, not mine. Um, <clears throat> this story comes out that Faust is searching for something, sells his soul to the devil, lives a good life, and then uh, ends up in a bad place because he sold his soul to the devil. Christopher Marlowe wrote a play about that in the late 1500s in England. And that follows the one interpretation, one model, one way of looking at things. Marlowe's version is Dr. Faustus is in his study and he wants wealth, he wants riches, he wants a flame, he wants to be acknowledged. And lo and behold, the devil appears and the devil says, I'll give you all these things, but you have to assign your soul over to me. And Faustus says, okay, he lives a wonderful life, just have everything he wants. But then as he gets old, he realizes it's all come to naught. And at the end of the play, a stage door opens on the floor. Light comes out and you can hear people screaming and you see the hands of the demons reaching up. Faust screams, No, 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 and they pull him down and the door closes. Hmm. Is that the way God operates? Two hundred years later, one of my favorite poets, Johann Wolfgang von Goethe, also wrote the story of Faust, and he wrote it in a poem. He wrote it in two parts first part gets more acclaim than the second part. If anybody's interested in reading it by the way, uh, the late Walter Kaufman, University of Michigan, has a wonderful translation where he keeps the spirit of the German and yet has a rhyme and flow in English. And it's really good for me because I like to pretend like I speak German and there's English on one side and German on the other, and it really helps my German. Faust is different in Goethe's view. Faust starts out in his study. He said, I've studied history, I've studied chemistry, I've studied biology, I've studied philosophy. And worst of all, I've studied theology, and I don't understand life. I want to understand. (laughs) Mephistopheles appears, representative of the devil. I'll give you understanding, but you have to sign your soul over to me. Faust says, really? Says, yes, contracts in blood. Really? What do I get out of it? You'll get understanding. And when you reach that point in life, where life is so beautiful, and you want it to remain like that, at that point, your soul is mine. And you utter these words. Divide the do this, so Stay a while. This moment is so beautiful. So, Methosopheles gives Faust everything he could possibly want. He gets wealth. He gets recognition. Uh, he gets everything. But Faust isn't satisfied, uh, and, and he goes through tragedy after tragedy. Also. But he's not satisfied. And then in old age, Faust has lost his eyesight. His hearing isn't so good. Mephistopheles has to lead him along by the hand. And he's tired of putting up with Faust. So he has a whole bunch of demons with him. And the demons are making noise like they're peasants working. And they're reclaiming part of the North German shore from the sea for farmland to feed people. Thal says, what's that noise? And, of course, it's the demons. But Methisopheles says, those are the workers, the peasants, reclaiming the land. Food for all, wealth for all, abundance for all. What else is going on? Oh, they're working together to form an ideal community. At that point, Fels thinks, my entire life, I have this land, the peasants are loving one another, they're working together, they're making everything beautiful. And he says, Viva do, tu Mephistopheles, oh, finally, Faust drops over dead. The demons are all shouting for joy. They pick him up and start carrying him into hell, thinking this is the end. When suddenly the heavens open and Archangel Michael comes down with a host of angels And Michael says, Drop the body. Mephistopheles looks at him and says, I have a contract. Michael says, I have a contract, and it supersedes yours. And the angels, really making the demons angry, the angels grab Faust and start carrying him into heaven. Methodistopheles wants an explanation. And Michael says, because Faust never stopped trying. And he was satisfied when he thought people were working together for the good. So we have these strange stories in the Bible. And remember what kind of language that's written in? Can you help me? I, I forgot. What kind of language is the Bible written in? Is it written for the world when you're awake? Is it written for your math book? How about your science class? Do you remember that language? What is it? Dream language. Can you fly right now? Shaking your head yes. Okay. Can you levitate from that pew and fly around the sanctuary? Can you do it in your imagination? Can you do it in your dreams? Can you do it at those wonderful times when you feel Like Jesus is actually talking to you? Can you do it when your mom and dad say, I love you? Can you do it when you hold the hand of your younger brother or sister, or they hold yours when they're older? Can you do it when you look into the eyes of a baby? Can you do it? When you look at this sanctuary, oh, golly, I cry when somebody takes a card trick. Hold it together, John. Can you do it? When you look at this sanctuary that was empty for a year and a half, and we look and we see people gathered together to worship God. Well, when we read the Bible... That's the way we read the Bible. We never stop trying. We work for the good. Are you going to fail at times? Oh, you better believe it. Are you going to say, this just isn't worthwhile? Yes, you will. Are you going to win at everything you do? No. Are you as special as some people say you are? Are you loved by God? Yes. And can you believe in yourself and believe in that message of love? Yes. You're formally becoming Christians today. Formally becoming part of the church. But you know what? From that moment when you first took a breath, you belong to God. And that moment, when we all take our last breath, we belong to God. So don't worry about tarrying a while and saying the moment is so beautiful. Right now, just enjoy the fact that you are loved by God. And I'll tell you a secret. We're so happy that you've decided to formally join us Welcome to Mayflower. In the name of God the Creator, God the Christ, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.
0: We are pleased to introduce the 2021 Mayflower Confirmation class. It's been quite a journey over the last several weeks, meeting with these incredible eighth graders. They've processed their faith and worked very hard writing their own statements of faith. So in a few minutes, when each of the students is introduced, Allison is going to read a portion of the statement they wrote. So now we begin our confirmation liturgy with the first two verses of the hymn, God, When I Come Into This Life. And now let us all with one voice read together the affirmation that's printed in your bulletin. I acknowledge Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and covenant with this church to love the Lord my God with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my strength, and with all my mind, and to love my neighbor as myself
4: confirmands will you please stand and answer the following questions
0: do you desire to affirm your baptism into the faith and family of Jesus Christ
4: do you renounce the powers of evil and desire the freedom of a new life in Christ
0: Do you profess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior?
4: Do you promise by the grace of God to be Christ's disciple, to follow in the way of our Savior, to resist oppression and evil, to show love and justice, and to witness to the work and word of Jesus Christ as best as you are able?
0: do you promise, according to the grace given to you, to grow in the Christian faith and to be a faithful member of the Church of Jesus Christ, celebrating Christ's presence and furthering Christ's mission all over the world. Thank you. You may be pleased.
5: Michael Robert Busey. Mikey writes in his statement of faith, God is around during dark times to help us. God is around during good times to support us. We experience God's presence all the time. God is always with us, and God is always helping us. I believe in God.
4: Let us pray. Holy God, we give you thanks for the affirmation of baptism. Please help this confer man to live for Christ and those who Christ loves. We pray for steadiness and an abundance of hope, never giving up, pressing on toward the goal of life with you in Jesus Christ. Let us all together say, Amen.
0: And Mikey, this is your confirmation verse. But now thus says the Lord, He who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name, and you are mine. Isaiah
3: 43.
5: Ryan David Brinker. Ryan wrote, My hope is that as a member of this congregation, I will try and help others grow in their faith in God as they help me. I also hope that I will go to church more and try some different community outreach projects, like a mission trip or a position like being a greeter.
4: Let us pray. Holy God, we give you thanks for the affirmation of baptism. Please help this comfort man to live for Christ and those whom Christ loves. We pray for steadiness and an abundance of hope, never giving up, pressing on toward the goal of life with you in Jesus. Let us all say, Amen. amen.
0: And Ryan, reverse for confirmation. Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Isaiah 40, 31.
5: Sophia May Conway. Sophia writes, I go to church because I believe in community. My family has gone to Mayflower for generations, so I want to to make sure that I carry on my legacy. I hope to participate in activities that take place at Mayflower. I want to help someone in need in hopes that they will spread my kindness to someone else who needs it. My hope is that as part of this congregation, I will impact the larger community along with my new fellow members.
4: Let us pray. Holy God, we give you thanks for the affirmation of baptism. Please help this man to live for Christ and those whom Christ loves. We pray for steadiness and an abundance of hope, never giving up. Pressing on toward the goal of life with you in Jesus Christ. Let us all say, amen. amen.
0: Sophie, your verse. Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Psalm 37.
5: Edward James Dempsey was not able to be here this morning. But he writes in his statement of faith, Sent from God, Jesus' time on earth allowed God to truly know what it is like to be human and walk this earth. We know these events because of the Bible. I believe the Bible tells us to love one another and live as Jesus would have. Aurora Helen Edelman. Rory writes, In some of the darkest times of my life, God has been the light in my life that sometimes can be covered up. But when you take a moment to settle things down, you notice that the light is still shining. We are automatically drawn towards the light in a dark space. That light is the Lord and his presence in our lives.
4: Let us pray. Holy God, we give you thanks for the affirmation of baptism. Please help this come man to live for Christ and those whom Christ loves. We pray for steadiness and in an abundance of hope. Never giving up, pressing on toward the goal of life with you in Jesus Christ. Let us all say, amen. amen.
0: Rory, your voice, your verse. For God alone my soul waits in silence. From him comes my salvation. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress. I shall never be shaken. Psalm 62, one fifteen.
5: Samantha Rose Lovell. In Samantha's statement of faith, she wrote, "The church is a community, and there is nothing that can change that. If you need help with something, someone will help you. But in return, you can help someone else. It is always a pay it forward type of community. You always have something to give, and most times, you always need something that people can help with."
4: Let us pray. Holy God, we give you thanks for the affirmation of baptism. Please help this for man to live for Christ and those whom Christ loves. We pray for steadiness and in an abundance of hope, never giving up, pressing on toward the goal of life with you in Jesus Christ. Let us all say, amen. Amen. Samantha,
0: your verse. Then Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, if you continue in my word, you are truly my disciples. And you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. John
5: 831 32 John Charles Daniel DeMusto-Portinga. J.C. wrote, I believe my faith guides me through hardship. Through the hardest times in my life, Faith prevails and leads me toward salvation through prayer and worship. There is no place on earth where the love and reassurance of God cannot reach me. I will never be alone because God will always be by my side.
4: Let us pray. Holy God, we give you thanks for the affirmation of baptism. Please help this man to live for Christ and those whom Christ loved. We pray for steadiness and in an abundance of hope never giving up, pressing on toward the goal of life with you in Jesus Christ. Let us all say, Amen. Amen.
0: And your verse for confirmation, J.C. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Indeed, by faith our ancestors received approval. By faith we understand that the worlds were prepared by the word of God, so that what is seen was made from things that are not visible. Hebrews 11, 3
5: Benjamin Timothy Rupert. Ben wrote, Each and every day, God makes his presence known in my life. I have experienced this in my life, and I am so incredibly thankful for it. Without God in my life, when I wake up each morning, I would feel so empty not knowing God is there. I have found that we not only experience God when we need him most, but also when we know others do. This has helped me open my eyes to explore a bigger lens to others in the world.
4: Let us pray. Holy God, we give you thanks for the affirmation of baptism. Please help this comfort man to live for Christ and those whom Christ loves. We pray for steadiness and in an abundance of hope never giving up, pressing on toward the goal of life with you in Jesus Christ. Let us all say, Amen.
0: About Benjamin, he said, Let the beloved of the Lord rest secure in him, for he shields him all day long. And the one the Lord loves rests between his shoulders. Deuteronomy 33.
5: Liesl McRoberts, Trost. In her statement, Liesl writes, Personally, I feel closest to God when I am with my family and friends. They are my favorite people in the whole world, and I love them more than anything could possibly describe. I also experience God when I am in the car, with the windows rolled down, listening to my favorite songs (laughs) on a nice evening. I am just so thankful I get to experience things like that, and I am so happy God loves me so much, that he gives me moments like those.
4: Let us pray. Holy God, we give you thanks for the affirmation of baptism. Please help this confer man to live for Christ and those whom Christ loves. We pray for steadiness and in an abundance of hope, never giving up, pressing on toward the goal of life with you in Jesus Christ. Let us all say, amen. Amen.
0: And Liesl, your confirmation verse. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. Matthew
5: 5:16. Taylor, Sarah, wait. Taylor writes, I believe in God because he guides us through our faith journey. I believe in Jesus Christ because he is the human version of God. I believe the Bible tells us to put others first and be kind to everyone. I believe in the church because we are all part of God's family and to be there for each other. I believe my faith helps guide me through my interactions with my peers.
4: Let us pray. Holy God, we give you thanks for the affirmation of baptism. Please help this man to live for Christ and those whom Christ loves. We pray for steadiness and in an abundance of hope, never giving up, pressing on toward the goal of life with you and Jesus Christ. Let us all say, Amen. Amen.
0: Taylor, your confirmation verse. For I am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels nor rulers nor things present nor things to come nor powers nor height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God and Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans eight thirty-eight
5: 38-39. James Patrick Weiner was not able to be here this morning, but he writes in his statement of faith, I believe my faith inspires me to do better, work harder, and live my life to the fullest, and that faith can help you get through most things in life if you just believe. Because of my faith, I hope I will be a better person and, in the end, live a happier life. My hope is that, as part of this congregation, I will become closer with God and the community. Evelyn Rose Wing. Evie writes, I believe my faith will guide me to do the right thing by being there for my community. Because of my faith, I hope I will be a good person who helps others, and has an open mind about others who are different from me. My hope is that as part of this congregation, I will become more involved with the community outreach. Helping others around me helps me build a community of support.
4: Let us pray. Holy God, we give you thanks for the affirmation of baptism. Please help this come man to live for Christ and those whom Christ loves. We pray for steadiness and in an abundance of hope, never giving up, pressing onward toward the goal of life with you in Jesus Christ. And let us all say, Amen. Amen.
0: And Evie, your verse. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your heart be troubled, and do not be afraid. John 14,
4: And now, all who are able, please stand and join me in a prayer for the Compromise. Let us pray. O Lord, uphold these young people by your Holy Spirit. Give them the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of joy in your presence both Both now now and and forevermore. Amen.
0: May be seated. We are blessed here at Mayflower, and this is our opportunity to give and continue in the practice of blessing others. The ushers have baskets, pouches to pass uh, this morning, and you're welcome, of course, always to give online. Thank you for your generosity. Let us pray holy god this is a beautiful day of holy spirit focus and confirmation we are grateful for your continued goodness to us and how you have brought us through this pandemic time and brought us back together in this sacred space please continue to guide us and use our gifts and offerings for your glory now and forevermore amen
4: I'm going off script. I shouldn't do this, should I? We're vaccinated. We're beating this disease. Let's share the peace of Christ. May the peace of Christ be with you. Let's share with one another. Please be seated. We're going to hear a wonderful postlude, postlude, I always mispronounce that. We're going to hear a wonderful postlude, but if you need to leave, we just ask that you leave silently uh, so that those of us who are still worshiping can listen to Julia as she tells us every time we hear the Spirit. We're going to get on our knees and pray. She'll do it with music. And now, children of God, we have welcomed new members into our church, but they've always been in our church. We have welcomed new members to Christ, but they've always been with Christ. And so have we. And as we sing that hymn, Here I am, Lord, like Isaiah of old. Let us remember, in a world that's hurting, Here I am, Lord. Send me. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.
6: While pulling out all the stops. <laughs> <laughs>